Bab number 20 of Kitab al-Zakat. As I mentioned to you at the beginning, Sahih Bukhari also covers topics related to fiqh. So this book is about zakat. So here, the bab is Bab al-Mannani bima a'ta. Al-Mannan, the one who reminds of favors, bima a'ta, of what he gave. So far in this chapter, Imam Bukhari has mentioned a hadith which prove the obligation of zakat and also a few other rulings related to zakat. Here, we are learning about the etiquette of giving zakat. The etiquette of giving zakat or the etiquette of giving sadaqah. How should we give sadaqah? How should we give zakat? The way we should give it is that once we give zakat to someone, we should not remind them of what we have given them. We should not make them feel bad or indebted about what we have given them. So al-mannani bima a'ta. Now mannan, the word mannan is from man, and man is to confer a favor upon someone in the form of a gift or by action, meaning doing something for someone as a favor. And man is basically a favor that is huge. But man is also to consider a favor to be huge. One is that you gift someone $2,000. Okay, that's a big gift. That's a huge favor. All right, you pay off someone's student loan. That's a huge favor. All right. But then the other is that you give a candy to a child and you keep reminding them, remember I gave you that candy? Did you like it? So when you keep asking them, you make them feel like that candy was such a big deal. This is also man. To consider a favor to be huge, when in reality... It's not huge. How is this done? By reminding the other person of what you gave them. Remember what I gave you? To make them feel bad, to make them feel indebted. Why? To make sure that your favor is not forgotten. It's like when people say, you owe me. Why is this done? To blackmail someone or to pressure them or to get something out of them. The etiquette is that you give and you forget. Why? Because you gave for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you expect reward from Allah. And Allah has recorded your charity. So you are waiting for your reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not from people. When will a person do man? When will a person remind the other about the favor that he has shown them? In which situation? Okay. Uh, when they want something in return. You see, the thing is that when we give something to someone, we think that we have done a huge favor to them. Whereas the reality is that when you are able to give something to someone, when they're taking something from you, they're actually doing a favor to you. How? Exactly. They're helping you build your akhirah. When someone gives you something, right? when you're the recipient, when someone gives you a gift, then yes, you will enjoy in this life. But when someone gives you the gift of accepting charity from you, then they're helping you build your akhirah. This is something that will benefit you in this life and also in the next life. Imam Bukhari writes, لِقَوْلِهِ Due to his statement, الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ لَا يُتْبِعُونَ مَا أَنْفَقُوا الْآيَةِ Here Imam Bukhari quotes an ayah. That al-mannan bima a'ta, 
Meaning this is something that is not recommended at all. Why? Because of this verse. Which verse? This verse is in Surah Al-Baqarah where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that those who spend their wealth in the way of Allah and then do not follow up what they have spent with reminders of favor. Here Imam Bukhari is not quoting the entire ayah. The entire ayah is لَا يُتْبِعُونَ مَا أَنفَقُوا مَنًّا وَلَا أَذَى Once they give charity, after that they don't remind the person. Remember what I gave you? Nor do they hurt them. So this is something praiseworthy. That we should not remind people of the favor that we have done to them. Here, you'll notice that there's no hadith. Isn't it? Is there a hadith mentioned under this? No. Why? Because from the wording, Al-Mannan bima Imam Bukhari is actually referring to another hadith which is not at his standard. And that hadith is found in Sahih Muslim. But because it's not up to Imam Bukhari's standard, he has not recorded it, but he has indicated, he's referred to it. What is that hadith? That hadith in Sahih Muslim is that there are three people with whom Allah will not even speak to on the Day of Judgment. There are three people with whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not even speak to on the Day of Judgment. And one of them is, الَّذِي لَا يُعْطِي شَيْئًا إِلَّا مَنَّهُ The one who does not give anything except by Reminding the other repeatedly. So the other almost feels bad after taking something from him. He's like, you know, just take it back and let me be. So such a person Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not even speak to on the day of judgment. So we see here that when we are giving charity, we should not remind other people of what we have given them. And we should expect reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Same thing. Man includes a gift as well as an action. Because you show a favor to someone by giving them something and also by doing something for them. So in either case, we should not remind other people of what we have done. If someone accuses you that you never even did this for me or never did that for me, then you can say that Allah is a witness, I did. I did my best. But that is enough. And if you think that that will be beneficial. But if a person reminds the other to make them feel that they owe something in return or they must listen to you or they must uh, be very humble before you, then that is not correct. The next is, باب من أحب تعجيل الصدقة من يومها من أحب The one who likes تعجيل الصدقة تعجيل to give quickly الصدقة charity من يومها on its day. Meaning the one who likes to give sadaqa on the same day that he receives the wealth. Alright? On the same day that he gets it. Or, minyaumiha can also refer to on the same day that sadaqah is due, that zakat is due. Now, the word tarjil, tarjil is to do something quickly or beforehand. Basically, to not delay or defer. And minyaumiha on its day, meaning the day you get the money, or the day that charity is due. Here Imam Bukhari brings a hadith. حدثنا أبو عاصم عن عمر بن سعيد عن ابن أبي ملائكة أن عقبة بن الحارث رضي الله عنه حدثه قال صلى بنا النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم العصر. So here عقبة بن حارث رضي الله عنه is the companion. He's narrating that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he performed the عصر prayer with us. فأسرع and then he was quick. And what is meant by asra is 
two things. First of all, that he prayed quickly or that after the prayer, he got up quickly. Both meanings are valid. فَأَسْرَعَ ثُمَّ دَخَلَ الْبَيْتِ And then he entered the house. So either he performed the prayer quickly, he was leading, or as soon as salah ended, he got up quickly and went to his house. فَلَمْ يَلْبَثْ And he did not remain, meaning in his house, أَنْ خَرَجَ That he came out. So basically, he quickly went to his house, and immediately, he came out. فَقُلْتُ So I said, أَوْ قِيلَ لَهُ Or it was said to him, meaning the Prophet ﷺ was asked as to what the reason was, why he prayed quickly, or why he went to his house so quickly and he came out. فَقَالَ So he said, he explained, that كُنْتُ خَلَّفْتُ فِي الْبَيْتِ تِبْرًا مِّنَ الصَّدَقَةِ I left in my house a small piece of gold that was supposed to be for charity. فَكَرِهْتُ أَنْ أُبَيِّتَهُ And I disliked to sleep, meaning to sleep while, to spend the night while that piece of gold is in my house. Meaning I wanted to give it in charity before the night came, before tomorrow. فَقَسَمْتُهُ So I distributed it. So what do we see over here? How the Prophet ﷺ, he got up quickly to bring that piece of gold in order to distribute it as charity. And he did not delay. Now, when it comes to giving zakat, remember that the day that zakat is due, it should be given. It should not be delayed. Can you give zakat before it is due? Yes, you can. But can you give zakat a month or two months later? No, you shouldn't. You should give it the day that it is due and not delay it beyond that. Unless there is a legitimate reason, like for example, you cannot find any person to receive the zakat from you. So that is different. So here we see that the Prophet ﷺ gave that tibr. Now the word tibr is a piece of gold, like a, a very small nugget of gold. So he immediately gave it. باب التحريض على الصدقة والشفاعة فيها التحريض تحريض is to encourage so to encourage على الصدقة for صدقة meaning encourage people to give charity والشفاعة عليها and also to intercede for it what does this mean? this means that when you see that someone is in need then you should encourage people to give them something this would be تحريض Encouragement. Shafa'ah is to request on behalf of others. Alright? It is to request on behalf of others. So when you see that someone is giving charity to someone in need, but they're giving very little, can you intercede over there and say, give a little bit more? Alright? You understand the difference? Tahrid is what? General encouragement. But shafa'ah is that when you see someone giving something to a poor person, you intercede on their behalf that, you know what, they're never going to ask you to give them more, right? So give them a little bit more, right? This is shafa'ah. حَدَّثَنَا مُسْلِمٌ حَدَّثَنَا شُعْبَةُ حَدَّثَنَا عَدِيٌ عَنْ سَعِيدِ بْنِ جُبَيْرٍ عَنْ ابْنِ عَبَّاسٍ رضي الله عنهما قال خرج النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يوم عيد Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa went out on the day of Eid. فَصَلَّى رَكْعَتَيْنِ And he prayed two rak'at. Right? In Eid Salah, how many rak'at are there? Only two. لَمْ يُصَلِّ قَبْلُ وَلَا بَعْدُ And he did not pray anything before those two rak'at or 
after those two rakat. Summa mala alam nisai. Then he went towards the women. Wamarahu bilalun, and with him was Bilal radiallahu anhu. Fawa'adahunna, and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam then advised the women. Wa'amarahunna, and he instructed them, ayyatasaddaqna, that they should give charity. So he encouraged them to give charity. So what happened? فَجَعَلَتِ الْمَرْأَةُ So a woman began تُلْقِ الْقُلْبَ وَالْخُرْصَ The women began throwing their earrings and rings. Right? Throwing as in putting them in front of him. Why? So that they could be given in charity. So here we see that the Prophet ﷺ, he encouraged the women to give sadaqah. حدثنا موسى بن إسماعيل حدثنا عبد الواحد حدثنا أبو بردة بن عبد الله بن أبي بردة حدثنا أبو بردة بن أبي موسى عن أبيه رضي الله عنه قال كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا جاءه السائل that whenever a سائل would come to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم a سائل is a beggar anyone asking him for something أو طلبت إليه or something was asked of him Hajatun, a need. Meaning someone brought their need to the Prophet ﷺ, requesting him for some help. Qala, he would say to the people sitting over there, that ishfa'u tu'jaru. Ishfa'u, you should intercede, you should request on behalf of this needy person. Why? So that you can be rewarded. وَيَقْضِ اللَّهُ عَلَى لِسَانِ نَبِيِّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ مَا شَاءُ and Allah will achieve whatever He wills on the tongue of His Prophet ﷺ. Meaning, whatever that Allah wants. What does this mean? Basically, the Prophet ﷺ told his companions that when you see someone begging, then you should advocate for them. When you see someone asking, advocate for them. Why? So that you can be rewarded. Because when you advocate for someone in need, you request another to give them something. And let's say that person in need is given something because you advocated for them. Then what will happen? Tu'jaru. You will be rewarded. Even though you're not the person who's actually giving the charity. You understand? You're not the person who's giving the charity. What are you doing over here? You're simply informing and encouraging others to give them something because they're really in need. Then what will happen? You will get reward. So have your share in that reward. And what the Prophet ﷺ mentioned later, that Allah will achieve on the tongue of His Messenger whatever He wants. Meaning that yes, the Prophet ﷺ will instruct whatever amount to be given. Maybe your request will be accepted, maybe it will not be accepted. But regardless, you should have your share. In another hadith we see, the next hadith, حَدَّثَنَا صَدَقَةُ بْنُ الْفَضْلِ أَخْبَرَنَا عَبْدَةُ عَنْ هِشَامٍ عَنْ فَاطِمَةَ عَنْ أَسْمَاءَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهَا قَالَتْ قَالَ لِلنَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ لَا تُوكِ فَيُوكَ عَلَيْكِ حَدَّثَنَا عُثْمَانُ بْنُ أَبِي شَيْبَةً عَنْ if you see the names here, حَدَّثَنَا صَدَقَةُ بْنُ الْفَضْلِ أَخْبَرَنَا عَبْدَةُ عَنْ هِشَامٍ عَنْ فَاطِمَةَ عَنْ أَسْمَاء أسماء over here, أسماء is the daughter of Abu Bakr رضي الله عنه. Alright, أسماء بنت أبي بكر. 
And Fatima is taking hadith from her. Who is Fatima? Her granddaughter. So Fatima, her granddaughter, is taking hadith from Asma. And Hisham is taking hadith from Fatima. Who is Hisham? Hisham is the husband of Fatima. So here we see that the husband is narrating the hadith from who? From his wife. And Hisham, by the way, was one of the people that Imam Malik took hadith from. Imam Malik took hadith from Hisham. This is Hisham bin Urwa. So here, Asma radiallahu anha, she narrates that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi said to me, La tuki. Do not tuki. What is tuki? Tuki is from wika. Wika is basically to tie up or close a bag or the mouth of a bag or a container. So imagine you have a bag, it has a zip. So if you zip it up, you have a wallet, you have money in it and you close it up. You have a container, you have stuff in it and you put a lid on it. Right? This is what? Wika, ika. Ika is to close it, to close the mouth of a container or a bag. Uh, why do we do that? Exactly, to preserve the contents, to save them. Right? Because if you don't put the zip, what will happen? Your bag might overturn and the things might fall out. You won't even realize and your money will fall. So the objective of wika, or ika rather, is to preserve what is inside, to save it. Now, this doesn't mean that we should not close our bags. Alright? What this means is that do not keep your money and your belongings saved all the time. Why? Because if you do that, فَيُوكَ alayki, Then it will be withheld from you. Meaning if you're stingy with your wealth, what will happen? Stinginess will be shown to you. And this is a rule. In the Quran we learn, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that, وَمَا أَنفَقْتُم مِّن شَيْءٍ فَهُوَ يُخْلِفُهُ Whatever thing you spend in his cause, he will, he will compensate it. Meaning when you will give, you will receive from Allah. When you will give something in his way, you will receive more from Allah. This is the rule. So when we become stingy and we close that bag, we seal that envelope, right? We keep that money closed and sealed and put away in the bank account and never touch it, right? Or never give from it. That is being stingy. So this is what the Prophet ﷺ forbade asma from. And in the other narration we see, لا تحصي فيحصي الله عليك لا تحصي تحصي إحصاء إحصاء is to keep count. To keep counting something and to, to know all the time about how much money you have and how much stuff you have. Why? The objective is to keep comparing, right? How much do I have yesterday? How much do I have today? And how much will I have for tomorrow? Does this mean that we should not keep count of our money and just spend lavishly? Hmm? No, what this means is, you know, there's different reasons for counting. One reason is to make sure you have enough to pay the bills. Another reason is to, to count and see, okay, how much have I accumulated? Right? And how much more do I have now? And how much more do I have now? So again, this is selfishness, right? Or, or being stingy. So the Prophet ﷺ said, do not be stingy. Why? Because, فَيُحْصِيَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْكِ Then Allah will also count and give you. So if you want unlimited help from Allah, right? Or continuous help from Allah, then continue to spend in His way. Don't be stingy. In a hadith we learned that uh, Aisha radiallahu anha, she said that when the Prophet ﷺ passed away, there was nothing in my house that a person could eat except some barley. 
And she said that, I ate that for a long period of time, and then I measured it one day. Why did she measure it? To see how much is left. How much was this? And how much is left? And how much can I use? How long will this last me? She said, فَكِلْتُهُ فَفَنِيَ I measured it and it was consumed. I ran out of it very quickly. So the thing is that when we give generously by trusting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then there is barakah in our wealth also. And when we become stingy, and we keep measuring, we keep counting, then we see that difficulty in our life also. Bab as-sadaqati fi mastata'a Giving as much sadaqah as possible. Now Imam Bukhari explains over here that this doesn't mean that you give everything. It means that you give whatever that you can. حدثنا أبو عاصم عن ابن جريج وحدثني محمد بن عبد الرحيم عن حجاج بن محمد عن ابن جريج قال أخبرني ابن أبي ملكة عن عباد بن عبد الله بن الزبير أخبره عن أسماء بنت أبي بكر رضي الله عنها أنها جاءت إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أسماء رضي الله عنها she came to the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال and he said to her that لا توعي فيوعي الله عليك do not tie or close your bag, your purse, your wallet, meaning don't be stingy and selfish. Why? Because then that is how you will be treated. Instead, you should spend as much as you can. So give what you can. Whatever that you can afford. So remember that this is a principle that you get what you give. The consequence of an action is similar to the action. The result of an action is always similar to the action. The reward as well as punishment. So we see here that where a person is stingy, then they are shown stinginess. When a person is generous, they're trusting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is also generous towards them. In another hadith we learned that show mercy to those on earth, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will show mercy to you. So this is a universal principle, you can say. So inshallah we'll conclude here. Any questions you have? Any comments? Yes, go ahead. So in many places we find a chapter heading and a verse of the Qur'an. And in many places we don't. So as you can see just in the section that we studied today, in one place only a verse of the Qur'an was given. And in uh, the other places only hadith were brought. And sometimes you have a mix. You have an ayah and a hadith. Sometimes multiple ayat and multiple ahadith. Right? So depending on what the chapter heading is, then the proofs are brought accordingly. Alright? Inshallah. Yes, go ahead. So no, there's more about zakat. Like I mentioned at the beginning, that few rulings related to zakat were mentioned at the beginning of this book. And then Imam Bukhari is talking about the etiquette of giving zakat. But remember that when it comes to sadaqah, basically zakat is a kind of sadaqah. So when it comes to giving zakat also, uh, we should not do man. But in general, when it comes to sadaqah, then uh, we should not do man. And also when it comes to sadaqah, then, then this etiquette that we should not be stingy and selfish. And uh, we should not be you know, just hoarding our wealth. So you will see in this chapter hadith or topics related to zakat as well as uh, what we understand as general charity. The last one that we learned here that... Um, give what you can afford. That doesn't apply to zakat. Zakat is obligatory. It's a certain type of charity that is given on a certain type of wealth. 
but when it comes to sadaqah, then this should be year-round. And this is also something important for us to remember because sometimes we think when it comes to charity, we only give zakat. And we think, well, we've already given zakat. Or when there's an opportunity to help someone in need, we say, we've already given our zakat. Or we will give it when, we will give something when our zakat is due. So we see from this that, yes, we're supposed to give zakat, but zakat is not the only charity we give. In general also, we're, we're encouraged to give sadaqah. Alright? You see, one is that you know you have, you know, a certain amount in your bank account. And the other is that you keep checking, you know, keep signing in and just looking at the numbers, just admiring it or being happy about it over and over again. That, you know, that, that's not praiseworthy. And also from what you have saved, from that also, give something in charity. Inshallah subhanakallahu bihamdik ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk please try to go over the text of the hadith inshallah you'll review it in your groups next time assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh